When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Y'all know me, still the same old but I'm been low key. I told them all, all the little 
gangsters? Who you think helped mold them all? Now you wanna run around talking about guns like I ain't got none. What you think I sold them all? What you think I sold them all? <laughs> it, uh, I like that mashup because I love the song September by Earth, Wind & Fire. And, uh, and then, you know what? I don't know if you guys caught that. It is September. So did you see what I did there? Huh? Huh? Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is your pal Ryan. It's Thursday. My God, you guys. Can I just be honest with you? I am having a shit can of a day. Uh, do, you, do you have a second? <laughs> Man, I, oh, it's, it's like nine o'clock at night, which is earlier than I usually do this, but I have to get this done so I can try to knock myself out because I found out I have jury duty tomorrow. And it's one of those things where you don't get to just roll in. My call time is 7.45 a.m. What the hell are we doing at 7? I can't jury at 7.45 a.m. How am I supposed to even make any kind of decisions again? By the way, I should just go in there tomorrow and say, you know what? I'm going to vote guilty regardless just because of the 7.45 a.m. call time. And maybe then I won't get picked for a jury. But, I mean, God, look at me. Of course I'm going to get picked for a jury. I'm lovable. <laughs> oh, folks, I just want my mommy. I just, I'm I'm really, I'm in such a whiny mood. And you know what sucks is because we have a great guest today. We, I, and I had the best conversation with her. You know her from uh, Instagram. Her name is uh, Dana Omari, and she has an account, IG Famous by Dana. And we have the best conversation about uh, plastic surgery, enhancements, Kardashians, um, the, the mentality that goes with that, uh, psychological. I mean, it was just a, I just had the best time. So I know you were going to love that, but I'm going to bitch. So, um, Feel free to use the timestamps to skip right to Dana because she's awesome and she doesn't deserve my complaining. But listen, you guys, I I I'm mainly just talk to you guys, so I need to talk to somebody, and I I'm just behind on everything. And and like I, this is the funny thing. You know how I always joke about how I'm like a mess and disorganized. Turns out that's not a bit I do for the show. That's real. <laughs> that is a real thing. I am surrounded by mess. I am mess. This show is the only thing that I can actually do and put out in a timely manner. Everything else is a mess. So I have these things I like to call piles in my room. I, you know, where I just throw things or I'll leave them and I'll be like, when I'm done with that third podcast of the day, I'll try to go over to that pile. And it turns out, I lie to my, do you ever do that? Do you ever lie to yourself? I think I see a lot of the real housewives of Beverly Hills lying to themselves all the time with my God. <sighs> I've li- I literally have to get sleep because I have to yell about the real housewives of Beverly Hills ladies on Friday. And I'm just, I just feel like I just did that last. It, it just, and what, what, what horrible, horrible women. What, what are we even watching? What are we doing with our lives folks? These are these are these are petulant children. These are very, very bad people. They're gross. They're gross. If we can watch this as a cautionary tale, maybe. But come on. Like, I don't even need my TV to be fun. But I don't know if I need my TV to fully kick me in the asshole and make me feel gross. Like, it's like squeezing my heart. But not in a good way. Not in a, an emotional kind of sad way. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's just... It's just, ugh. Oh. 
Sorry, uh, Medita Lopez just texted me. Medita works on So Bad It's Good with me and, and Sandra. They do awesome. Medita does all this amazing graphic. I mean, they're all just amazing. But Medita, I, I, we were supposed to have a call at like 11. Like, we, we got all of our calls screwed up today. It's just been one of those days where everything got screwed up. But she just texted me something really nice. She just texted me, um, thank you for being my friend. And I was like, that's so nice. And then I was like waiting for the joke. But there, have you ever done that? You're like waiting for the other shoe to drop of like, but you smell. But then this was just like a really nice text. So thank you, Medita. I needed that at that moment. That's I did need that. So uh, back to the piles. I have just piles. And and ladies, uh, I know what you're thinking. Is this guy single? What's this guy's deal? This guy sounds like amazing. Um, so they're piles. And um They've been growing, um, you know, kind of like those early stages of COVID when everybody started to get just get bigger, bigger, bigger. These are just piles that just everything stacks up, all my problems, all my mail, all the nice things that people send to me, all the cards, these beautiful cards and sentiments that people have sent to me that I don't know how to deal with emotionally. They're like on these piles that I keep going, okay, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. And it turns out my mail gets in there as well. And then today I was waiting to get on a phone call with Medita and I was like, I, I said, okay, well, she's at work. She was at work. So she was going to take her break. So I was like, you know what? I had already done one show that morning. I had to take my car in because my car got hit on the street that I live on again. By the way, you're not listening to an old episode. It happened again. So I had to take it into the repair shop. It's a, it's a whole thing. And I start on the pile, right? And I'm like, look at you braving the pile like look at like really already just patting myself on the back just like look at you see this isn't so hard opening a letter here you know throwing out just stupid you know like i don't need a 20 percent interest rate on a discover card throw that out and then i get to what we call a jury summons and this is the fun thing. It turns out it wasn't my first one. I missed jury duty. And so this was a letter saying that you need to show up or we will charge you money. You will get charged if you don't show up. And I'm like, oh, my God. Well, thank God I started on this pile. What else could be in this pile? Let me check the date that they need me. And then I first off, I don't barely know how to read anymore. I just watch reality shows and I, I go down and it says uh, uh, tomorrow. It says today or today, if you're listening to this on Thursday. And I'm like, wait a sec. Is this the year of 2020? And I in my head, I was like, this must be 2023. Like I was like, this must be for next year. And I was like, no, it's not. And then they'd make you. So I'm like now panicking because I'm like, holy shit. I already there must in the pile. There's another jury summons. Like, am I like, am I wanted by the law? Like, my God, all of a sudden I'm like a criminal. I had no idea. It's just like, how do you explain to the officers about a pile? Like, sir, do you know about the piles in my room? You would understand if you, you saw the pile. So I then call or not, I like I have to fill out some bullshit and then they're like, call back at 7 p.m. and to to see if you get chosen. And I'm like, why are you making this some sort of game? Like this is like is this like that movie saw? Like like call back at seven to see if you like or they try to make it like exciting. Like, ooh, I hope I get picked. Like, wh- why not just tell me now? Like I'm on the phone now. So I call back at seven. And you have to put in your like I jury ID bullshit. And I put it in, and then they're like, Is your name B-A-I-L-E-Y? And you know, and I'm like, yes. Or like I hit one. 
and, um, you know, aggressively won, you know, cause I'm angry. And then there was like a pause and I knew, and they're like, we will see you tomorrow downtown. Make sure you are not late. Who does these computer voices, by the way? I feel like at some point, computers are like, that's not even how we sound. Like, we will see you. And then the throw in the don't be late. And then I was like, okay, well, what time are we talking? 10, 11? They're like, we will see you at 7.45 a.m. And I'm like, are you out of your GD mind? 7.45 a.m.? In Los Angeles, I did not become a podcaster to be on the road at 7.45 a.m. in Los Angeles. No, thank you. Also, I did uh, a Patreon episode today as well with my friend Kate Legeko. We did the Selling the OC episode two recap, a nice little hour and 25 minute uh, extravaganza over there, which I think is a very, very, very funny and very dirty episode. So if you are, uh, if you don't like um, dirty humor, you know, that might not be your thing, but it's over there if you want it. And the reason I'm saying that is I completely forgot. No, because I think I was yelling. Oh, yeah, I was telling Kate that about this jury thing. And she was like, hey, you know what? Like, I got two jury notices over the quarantine, like over COVID period. And she lives in Texas. And I was like, how do I get out of it? Like, how do I? And so I've gotten a couple of suggestions. And unfortunately, none of these are jokes. Like, none of these. So Maditza tells me. I'm on a text thread with, uh, she says to tell, and I hope she doesn't mind that I read this to all of you guys. I'm sure, I'm sure she, I don't even think we need to listen, so we're good. I think we're good. She says, um, she goes, say, I can be a juror, but I need to sit close to the bathroom. Are there lots of bathroom breaks? I have anxiety, so I might need to run out of the room if the subject matter is too much for me. So she said, she said that once or or she said you know and and it worked but like and the thing is i kind of i don't i think i kind of do have a weak bladder so like but then i was because then you know you go through your head of like okay it's a criminal trial i know that or it's like criminal it's criminal so like what do i go in do i go in acting like i think crime is cool but then the defense is going to want me on their team or do i go in and say you know listen i have a tom girardi oil painting over my bedroom that I, you know, that I've purchased to help the victims because I'm so against crime. Because then the the offense or whatever the the prosecution, I call them the offense, they're going to want me too. They're going to this guy's insane. He's trying to help victims of this Tom Girardi guy. Oh my God! Wouldn't it? Okay, the only way, the only way this turns out to be good, folks. If, if this is the trial for the $750,000 earrings that Erica, if that, oh, then I would be skipping around. I would be like, can I make memes in here? Do you, And by the way, also, here's another thing. And just if anybody's listening from the judicial system out there, I'm sure you guys are just like a tip. If you guys would let jurors have their phones and like play around on their phones during the trial, you, I don't think you'd have a lot of issues finding jurors, you know? And of course you run that risk of people just completely checking out, but you know, what are you going to do? Right? Like, you know, then you, then it makes the lawyers, you know, try to keep your attention. And that's what it really should be more of a show than anything else. So, uh, and then Kate, my friend Kate on the Patreon told me, 
that she... <laughs> I mean, this is true. This is a grown woman, by the way. She, she sells real estate. And uh, so she's perfect to recap selling the OC. She said she bought a, 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 like a fake neck tattoo, neck tattoo on Amazon. And she put like like sleeve tattoos everywhere and stuff, which is... I mean, Kate, it's kind of a fan. I mean, I think tattoos are cool, uh, especially the ones that Jax Taylor has. Um, but then I was like, I think it's too, like at this point, it was like 7.30 p.m. So it was too late to Amazon a face tattoo. Because then I was like, should I do something about like January 6th? That, like, can I get a custom face tattoo? Or, like January 6th was cool or something like something to scare people from me. But then, you know, then I would be on some kind of watch list. I, there's already too much thought in my head about this. And and the other thing I really, and but he did say that, but I am, you know, like, how does the bathroom situation work? Do I get to bring a book? Like, I've never, this whole jury thing is just ridiculous. And then they sit on the phone, they're like, if you have COVID or a cough or a fever, do not come in, call this. And I was like, there was that part of me that was like, Ryan, you know, like take a good, long, hard look at yourself. Do you think you have COVID again? And I wanted to say, yeah, Ryan, I think I do, but I don't think I do. And I think I've got to be honest. And I think I've got to go. I don't want to go because even Kiki, talk of shame, who I talk, she invited me, she invited me out tomorrow and we were going to like brainstorm like ideas for stuff. And now I like, do you guys know how little I actually go to places? And now I, I'm never forgetting, I'm, I'm never forgiving the LA judicial system ever. I mean, the Tom Girardi thing was bad. This to me is even worse. So I'll keep you updated. I don't know if I'm allowed to like Instagram story this whole thing. Probably not because they're uptight, I bet, because it's like criminal shit. But I just don't. If, if any of you guys are listening to this early in the morning, I have to drive there, I guess, at like 630 because who knows about L.A. traffic. So, you know, like what happens if I'm late? Do they tase me or something? Like if I'm if I what if I get there at 750? Do I get in trouble? Do I get more jury duty? How does any of this work? Why not just send me to prison already? Like, that's what I should do. I just go, just send me away. And they're like, sir, it's not your trial. I'm like, just go, just send me away. I just want to read a book. I just want to relax. The daily grind has gotten to me. I can't do this. I can't do this. And uh, I wanted to go visit my family this week. Okay, you guys. But it's all good. I thank you for letting me vent. You just have to realize that that's your job now. (laughs) <laughs> Your job is to just let me vent. It's going to be okay. The lesson here, you have too many piles in your room. You have to face situations. You have to have more of a life than just a podcast. You have to make an effort. Oh, and that's the other thing, you guys. I was telling you, if you listen to uh, Wednesday, what day? What the fuck day is Two. If you listen to Tuesday's show, uh, two, no, if you listen... If you listen to today's show, Wednesday's show, with Sarah Heron, who's amazing, and the Southern Charm recap, I said I was scared to work out today. Today's Wednesday. Okay, yeah. And so I was I was super scared, and I had to go at one. And this fucking dude, man, his name is Barack, and I'm just telling you that. So if you do not like the president, but like, and, like, and he's just, he's like ripped. He's a really nice guy. Got a family. Like, he studied this shit, college football player, all that. Just awesome dude. But, like, 
he literally almost saw a grown man cry and throw up and then cry again today. And every time I think it's going to get easier and it doesn't, it gets harder. And you, I mean, like, just, I mean, just imagine, like, it looked like I was drunk, just stumbling around from exercise to exercise, like a drunken idiot. And he's like, come on, come on. You know, at one point the, I was doing like a, a, a bench press, uh, ladies, once again, this is a very attractive comment. Uh, you know, I was like 12 reps in and my arm started to give out on the third round. And he's like, I got like, I, I've never been spotted before. I always thought that was just like tick funny TikTok videos. It turns out there's these like fucking spotters. He had to spot me. And I was like, I legitimately, my arm will not raise this bar. And, ju- and you know, a normal person does not sweat the way I do. Like it is, you know, like I know, and this is not even funny. There's like a water crisis somewhere. I'm like, bring me in and put any kind of heat on me and I will solve your water crisis. It's literally just pours out of my body, like some kind of super big gulp, which by the way, 7-Eleven, if you're listening, how dare you? I have noticed you have not, you're like, you must, there must be a shortage on super big gulp cups. Don't worry. It's not for me. It's for my fake son that I don't have. I'm, I'm not discussing. I don't drink super big gulps but if i were to have drank i would be upset because 7-eleven doesn't carry these cups anymore and there must be some sort of shortage anywho i was just sweating you know you know when you're already working out and just feeling horrible and then you just you're just sweating on top of that horribleness and like then you watch all those videos online and my instagram like feeds me all these videos now because i complain about working out so much so it thinks that i want to get workout videos and everybody's like get, get in your pump on and it's all these inspirational videos about like when i started i could only lift like 30 pounds and now I am lifting 3,000 pounds and it's like look at me now and there's all these like inspirational like it's always the Rocky theme like da 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 there is net it's all my theme song is just like like it's just it's it's horrible if you heard that by the way if you're listening to that sound it sounds like I'm like messing around with myself no it's literally me trying to catch my breath because he makes me do so many like circuit exercises in a row and you know I like I don't even know if I can see any changes you guys I'm <sighs> thank you for letting me vent I appreciate it but like I and then I had to, I was I left but I, I, I at the end of the thing you know it's over but I was like hey I gotta check an email real quick but I was literally just trying to get my breath because I didn't want to go out into the 105 degree heat because I thought I might pass out on the way to my wrecked car you know what I'm saying so it was like huh and I was just like please God please God help me please God help me and that leads us to our guest because I did that I came in. I moaned in my bed for 15 minutes and then I got to talk to our guest and I, there was a part where I was like, I, I might need to cancel this. I don't feel good. But then I started talking to her and I felt, I felt great. She's awesome. She's been on the show before and I, uh, I highly recommend you guys already do because her Instagram account is insane. It's like 238,000 followers. It's IG famous by Dana. Her name is Dana Omari RDN. And she, uh, she talks procedures, skincare and pop culture with sass. Um, and she fit me into her day today, but we just had the best time talking. I, I asked all these questions that I wanted to know. Of course we talk about Kardashians, but we talk about them in a really interesting way. In terms of things that they have done and are doing with their body, of course I had to bring up Kim's bleaching her eyebrows that has still disturbed me to this day. It's only been two days, but it's, it gets worse. I, I had nightmares all night about it. So here we go, folks. Tomorrow, 
you know, think about me doing uh, doing my social work, you know, my social justice. Like Kim Kardashian, tomorrow I will be doing social justice work. Is that what this is? Should I should I tweet at Kim? Like, Kim, guess where I'm at? I'm at your I'm at the courthouse downtown. Like, do you want to grab lunch? Like me, I'm like, are you here? That's what I should do. At Kim Kardashian. Are you here, girl? I'm I might be doing jury duty. I wanted to make sure it was on one of the are you doing any trials down here? Oh no, you're actually not a lawyer yet. Okay. That's okay, got it. Um, so without further ado, folks, remember to use the timestamps and you can get right to the interview. Uh, I always have to remind the audience of that. This is, I guess this is just me time. <laughs> I just, I was like, I need to complain to somebody for 23 minutes. So here it is. Uh, our good friend, Dana Omari at IG famous by Dana. Welcome back to iHeartRadio. So bad. It's good. Today we have a returning guest and I always Listen, I'm a dude. I, I I know you guys barely know that, but I, I am. And I will say one of my favorite accounts, though, is this uh, our next guest. And she runs this account, and it actually teaches me so much about uh, just things that I think a lot of females are interested in, but things that I kind of have no clue about, and they fascinate me. Like there's these there's this girl like Simi Hayes where she posted these pictures, and I just saw how much work was done and how good she looks because of this work. And then, like, she always posts this awesome Kardashian stuff. She gets messy with tea time. You might know her as the IG account, IG Famous by Dana. Uh, but her name is Dana Omari, RDN, which I know stands for a registered dietitian and nutrition. I might have got that wrong. But anyways, Dana, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be back. Dana, you have, uh, I mean, really, you truly do have one of my favorite accounts. And how would you describe your Instagram account for somebody that doesn't even have Instagram? Um, I mean, it really is plastic surgery procedures. We talk a lot about that, but I think my bio is like celebrities, pop culture procedures with sass. <laughs> um, so yeah, I... Because when you're talking about these procedures, a lot of times, some of the best people to show as examples are going to be celebrities. And then, of course, you start getting into the pop culture and the messy. And so it's just a a wonderful, you know, melding of the two. No, I know this is a very sensitive topic because anybody's looks is sensitive, right? And we right. have such a weird uh, hang up, almost like we do with mental health and therapy. We also have a weird hang up in how we view plastic surgery and is it right is it wrong is it you know where do you stand on this and has your feelings changed over the years i mean my stand is, is do what makes you happy and plastic surgery cosmetic procedures those are just tools for you to do whatever you want to your body it's your life your one body and it's just for me i hate the word natural i hate the word natural beauty because it's so like where's the line like is getting your nails done is that where we draw the line cuz that's not natural you know shaving that's not natural but a lot of times we draw the line at botox or you know getting a rhinoplasty getting your nose done and so for me it's just so arbitrary like what is natural what does that even mean and so if you want to get your nose done, do it. If you want to get a boob job, do it. If that's what's going to make you happy, feel more confident. Confidence is what makes you beautiful and do it. Do what you need to do. Well, Dan, I, I get, get work done and I love it. 
you do, which we'll talk about in a second. But I think I I know where I can draw the line is where we don't bleach our eyebrows. That is something <laughs> that I am campaigning for this week, especially after looking at the interview cover of Kim Kardashian. I'm sorry. It scares me. And it's very scary looking and we should not normalize bleaching our eyebrows. I don't care how many people, I don't care if Julia Fox does it or Amelia Bedelia Hamlin. I don't care. <laughs> Can you stand with me as somebody that is an expert and say, you agree with me that that is not natural beauty? I mean, I will say that it looks very creepy, but they're doing that on purpose. And so I have followed Nadia Lee Cohen for a very long time. Who's and Nadia she Lee does, Cohen? She is the person behind that look with um kim kardashian and if you remember that look she needs to go to jail that's who nadia lee cohen is i okay. had no clue she invented this dana she didn't invent bleaching her eyebrows but she's the one who gave kim that look and if you remember the look that kim had like i don't know how long ago it was like my sense of time has been messed up since 2020 <laughs> but whether it was like six months ago or a month ago it was when kim looks really retro and she's wearing like the silver like retro onesie yeah. swimsuit thing um and she's got the big hair that was also nadia lee cohen and if you look at nadia lee's um like her book like her instagram she has done these things i don't know what she calls them but she calls they they look like characters she used to dress herself up and be like you know beth ann from the piggly wiggly oh so it's like it's like almost like, like art the, it's like performance art almost yes yes and it's it's an art form. Well, I call with- it trash. I call it trash, Dana. That's what it's called. And by the way, Dana, when you see these things, and would you ever now consider bleaching your eyebrows? You're like, well, if everybody's oh, no, doing I would, it, I would not do that. No, okay, good. No, no. Okay, my eyebrows, like they're like they're statements. No, they're great. That's, <laughs> they're great. That's what I'm saying. Is that I feel like we've. You know, and I don't know a lot, but I remember back in the, was it like late nineties, early aughts where it was like the really thin eyebrows for girls. And then, cause I always see my girlfriends making jokes about like, oh my God, I was tweezing my eyebrows. And then we got to this point where it was like the really thick, beautiful eyebrows and you have like nice thick eyebrows, but now we're going to get to the bleaching eyebrow. Like, like, come on, we are like, we're stepping backwards. Like this is not good. (laughs) This is not right. I don't think that that's supposed to be a look for people to recreate. I really think it's this like art direction, like, you know, it's kind of like Kanye with some of his clothes. Like no one's going to wear that. No one is going to wear like a trash <laughs> bag, like pair of pants out in public, but it's like the idea, like derelict. It's an idea. You don't do it. You just, yeah. Well, I, I would pray so, but then it shows you how, um, uh, how impressionable we all are. Even me myself, I'm like, you know, I was watching Real Housewives of Atlanta and She by Sheree finally released her joggers, which you can find on Shein or Shine or whatever it's called. And I was like, do I need a, a She by Sheree, like a jogger thing just to be a part of a movement? And I feel like a lot of pop culture and a lot of looks and stuff like that, and especially with the Kardashians, which we've talked about before, they really, I mean, would you consider them still at the forefront of all of this, or have they been overtaken by other women? I think that they have a really good reading, a really good pulse on what's going to be the next thing. So I don't necessarily believe that they lead it, but they become the face of it. So I wonder if like, I just always wonder about like pitch meetings, like, are they all in a room and like, you know, here's what Kim, here's what we think is going to be popular in a year. Do you want to try this? Like, I want to know how this all goes down because it seems like so much planning has to go into, like, if these ladies now are considered quote unquote works of art, 
you know, and especially if these surgeons and people doing this work, which I've got to say, I use this as an example on my podcast. I always have thought the last couple of years, whatever Kim keeps doing to her face is some of the best stuff I've ever seen until, until I saw her do a shot with Kylie Jenner on her birthday. And do you remember you on the yacht a couple of weeks ago and you could tell she was disgusted. And it was the first time that we saw her face wanting to make a disgusted looking face, but it physically, (laughs) it physically wasn't possible. Like you saw it fighting against itself. And it was was the first tied everywhere, pulled in every direction, Botox. I mean, she only has like a little bit of Botox though. So I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's what, that's that's what I want to say. That's what she says. (laughs) The Kardashians have always been very brave because they say they've been very honest, but in reality, it's one of those things that I just expect to be lied to now. Can you tell us or can you guesstimate? And I see you do this onto your account. Like how honest, and I know this is a basic Betty question like I am, but how honest are the Kardashians with us? We're going into the second season of the Kardashians here in a couple of weeks on Hulu. How honest are they? Okay. They're bold faced liars. Are you joking? <laughs> no, I, mean, I just, want <laughs> just, just the Botox comment alone, where she's like, just a sprinkle of Botox. I don't know what season it is. I'm sure one of your fans will be able to tell you like to the minute exactly when she said this, but she said she tried Botox once, but was allergic to it. Like season three or four, one of the early seasons. So apparently back then she was like, I tried Botox one time, but I was allergic. So I don't do it anymore. <laughs> and now now that she's had even way more, you know, stuff done to her face, it is suddenly, it's just going to sprinkle a Botox. I'm sorry, baby. You told us that you were allergic to it. Mostly when you're allergic to something, you don't do it. You don't, yeah. you, don't keep, you don't keep eating the peanuts and being like, oh my God, why am I asphyxiating? Like that doesn't happen. <laughs> Well, Dana, Dana, just to defend the Kardashians a little bit, I will say just as a personal example, I had a beard up until recently and it was starting to turn whiter and whiter. And so I used just for men beard dye. And I had done this one time before you guys years ago and it just, it looked great. And so I tried it again and somehow my face blew up like the nutty professor. And I, and I had to go to the urgent care and they were like, yeah, you, your, your face had a bad reaction to whatever chemical was in this beard dye. And I was like, oh my God, I, I used it years before and it was fine. And so you would think right then and there, I learned my lesson, but no, a month and a half later, I went and said, that must've just been a bad day for my face. Let me use the same beard dye and the same damn thing happened. And I went to the same urgent care and they were like, Hey, you're here again. And they're like, Oh, you did. Why did you do the same thing? So I will say maybe we, maybe the Kardashians just don't know how to learn a lesson. I mean, okay. If you, if something happened to me once, I'd be like, you know, maybe that was an off reaction. Maybe I'm not actually allergic. So I know I totally feel you. I would be there too, but I wouldn't go on national public television (laughs) and say, I'm allergic to this, whatever it is. And then continue to do it. And then, you know, 10 years later say, oh yeah, like I, I get that done. Or I, I use that product that I told you guys 10 years ago, I was allergic to. So you're always, it doesn't, well, it doesn't make sense to me at all, but like, I hate that we live now in a society where I think we fully expect to be lied to. Like, it's like an open joke about the Kardashians. Like we have these open pop culture jokes where we just let them lie. And we all just go like, oh, because we all say it looks good. Like, I'm like, whatever, whoever, and whoever the artist is that especially does Kim's face, like, I'm so impressed by, I'm just like, it feels like they're using new techniques all the time. And it's not 
just one person, but yes, you are it's right. It's a team of people. It's like our, it's like Michelangelo. Right. And but then Dana, do you know if they ever, cause this was the other thing I was, I know this might be silly, but welcome to the show. Um, is that, do they have like, do they have like tester Kardashians? They test these procedures out on just in case it goes wrong before they move it to actually trying it on Kim. You know? I don't think, I don't believe that they would do that. Really. If you think about what surgery is, it is, I mean, it's science, it's math, it's physics. So when you have something like, for example, I just got, um, injections into my neck and you are um, so, on, this is what you're so honest about everything that you do. You guys, that's the other cool thing. Um, I I'm not really, listen, I've always told you if anybody wants to give me free work, I'll do fuck my face up Friday where I'll just go and do whatever you want me to it. If it's on your dime, but you're always very honest about everything that you have done. And you have taken us through procedures that I don't even understand or even know. Like, I remember like you were the, you went to the doctor's office and you're like, now I have to, you know, heal for weeks. What was the most (laughs) recent thing you had done? Well, what I just had done actually yesterday, I still have bruises on my neck. I don't know if you record video, but I if do you want yeah. to show this. You're more than welcome. Yeah. I'm wearing makeup a little, so I don't look like, you know, I just, I see like a lot, a, a just strangler. like a couple light, a light. Yeah. Yeah. Light like bruising. beads of purple across yeah. my neck. Um, so I have lines from sleeping on my side. So those are not going to be helped by Botox. Like Botox is like the way your muscle works. Um, but from sleep wrinkles, it's literally that your muscle or your muscle, I'm sorry your skin has been folded in a certain way for an extended period of time. So for me, it was, you know, 32 years, 31 years of sleeping on my side. And, um, the injector I went to April Harrison, she's a PA. At Shout SPA out Durham. April. Yeah. She's amazing here in Houston. Um, we tried Botox two years ago just to see if it would work. It didn't, we kind of knew it wouldn't because we knew these were sleep lines and Botox doesn't help with that. So we've been waiting for a good filler. So there's all different types of fillers and they have different viscosities. What do you mean a good, different what do you mean a good filler? Like I, I don't like a good filler for you or a good for, filler no, for in this general? specific, for, oh, for this, this specific, specific. Okay. area for these lines and for the movement so that I don't have like a very stiff neck, that it doesn't stick out, that it flows with the skin. It's just a lot. It's basically physics, science, math. So a brand new filler came out on the market in the U in the U S I'm sure it's been out in Europe for a while. And she called me immediately and was like, Hey, I finally found a filler that I think is going to be really, really, really good for your neck. So we did it and it's amazing. So it's things like that. It's not that the new techniques or the new technology is like so new that they have to test it. It's more of, Hey, we knew that we needed something with this type of viscosity. We knew it needed to have this type of whatever it is for like a filler, for example, for this specific area of your body, the surgeon should know how your neck moves, what does the skin feel like? Not even you in particular, necks in general. So that when they get the right filler, that would be really good for this procedure. They just go ahead and do it. So it really is that she's going to surgeons who know the human body inside out and also have that eye for art, that eye for aesthetics that you can be a good surgeon, but you don't necessarily have like that art. See, that's what I always think about is like that the aesthetics thing of like, 
you know, there, it seems like those, I, I was thinking about, you know, I was looking at old pictures, not in the creepy way of like Haley Bieber, uh, right. like certain thing. And I'm like, the people that have done that work, it seems like there was like, oh, I'm like, wow, somebody had a good eye for yes. what they could do to make her very unique looking. And I always think that's really fascinating. I mean, the Kardashians, like I say, are always the best example because there's so many of them that you can kind of run down like each one of them mm -hmm. and what they have done and compare them to old pictures because now we have a full history of where they started to where they are now. Mm -hmm. And it truly is shocking, including Kris Jenner. I mean, the only natural Kardashian there is left is like Rob Kardashian just because he hides all the time. Like, you know. Right. Um, We're just going to assume he's natural because we don't see yeah, him yeah. anymore. <laughs> I mean, I always, the thing with Rob always frustrates me. If you're that rich, I mean, I would just pay somebody to move my body. Like just move it, like move it, all the muscles. Right. Um, so you had done something before that though, that seemed even more intense before right. this neck thing. And do you have a, does every woman or maybe just you speaking for yourself, do you have like a, a dream list, things I need to do now, things I need to do in five years, things that I want to do. Like how do, how does a woman come up with this list? Kind of. It's like, so I had lipo in my arms, lipo in my chin. And, um, the thing that I am the most happy about that I wanted for many, many, many years is a bluff, which is where they cut excess skin from your eyelid. It's called a and blef, a, a, a blepharoplasty. So they just cut excess skin from your eyelid. Cause I had like hooded eyes. Okay. And I remember being eight, I had my nose job at 18 and I haven't had one since, and I haven't had major surgery since that nose job when I was 18, everything else has been fillers, Botox, things like that. And I remember being 18 and telling my mom that I wanted a blepharoplasty, that I wanted a bluff. And she was just like, you're going to forget about it. Like, don't worry. It, I mean, I'm now 32 and I obviously did not forget about it. And so now that I had it done, I was like, I, I can't believe I waited this long. I, I don't know why I just didn't go ahead and do it. I would have had 10 more years of my eyes looking like this. And I'm so I mean, shout out to Dr. Franklin Rose in Houston. Amazing. I amazing. love that you have a Perfect. team. It's like Franklin. <laughs> you just mentioned what Betsy a second ago or whatever her name was. I mean, like <laughs> April I love Harrison. That's right, April Harrison. Sorry, April. I mean, Crystal I love Lush. No, I have like <laughs> she does my lips. Like I, I go to you know this person for this type of thing. This person to that. It's kind of like you know you don't just have one person who works on every part of your house, you know, you have a plumber for the plumbing and you have, or, or even you know, just like doctors of like going through like, no, like my mom, my mom deals with like certain aspects of cancer. Like, you know, one's on her, you know, skin cancer, one's on her, this can you know, like there's different focuses for each right. of these things. Exactly. I mean, is it also considered when you bring up aesthetics though, does it almost get into like, uh, how I hear people speak about tattoo artists of like, you got to get inked by that girl, man. She's amazing. Like, is there wish list doctors for you of like, I got to get to LA because those ladies in Calabasas know what Actually, they're doing. Actually, Houston is a really major hub for plastic surgery. A lot of celebrities do come here, especially for body work. We are really well known for our body work. Um, there are doctors and surgeons that I'm like, this is the person I would go to for this specific procedure. But for example, like Dr. Rose, he's known for his breast augmentations and his facial plastic surgery. So if I were to get a BBL, for example, which is not on my list at all, I'm sure he would do a great job. He is a fantastic surgeon, but that's not what he does the most often. And you kind of want to go to the person that that is like, that is what they're known for. This is what they do all day long. You know, things like that. 
So when I was getting my bluff, obviously with him, he does incredible noses. If I were going to do a second nose job or revision, I would go to him. I don't need a breast dog, but if I were, I would go to him. He's amazing. Um, well, there's also another surgeon who does amazing breasts too, but, um, <laughs> but you know, like, you know, you, you pick the person who that is their expertise. Now so. the Car- Kardashians, uh, you know, they, I don't know if they start, I mean, I always think about like JLo was one of the first people that we talked about her butt, you know, and it was like, wow, wow. And I always think it's because it, I'm old enough to remember when that was like the big thing with JLo. I meant, you know, it's like there used to be articles and she used to be so ashamed. Like she used to be like, stop making fun of my butt. Da, da, da. And it really was a big deal. And then the Kardashians came along and almost co-opted butts, you know, and then it was like then it was starting to be BBLs kind of because it was just ridiculous. We were taught I was talking about that interview magazine with the the bleached eyebrows and the the blonde wavy hair that Kim just had but before that she tried to break the internet with that one with the champagne bottle on right. her butt that that magazine cover and it was just it's like these were these were like ginormous butts that just d- didn't seem scientifically possible that had to be BBLs they're <laughs> but they're not BBLs no, no, no. I said they're not scientifically possible. Oh, okay. Naturally, I was like, okay, yeah. naturally I was like, you know, our like, favorite word. I was like, to blow my mind. Well, oh, no. But then, you know, explain to me, so you can dissolve a BBL, right? Yeah, it's not really dissolving. It's that you're going in and doing micro lipo. So micro lipo means they're taking little bits at a time. Um, and then also when you transfer your fat cells, they're living fat cells. So when they've transferred to their butt, those cells are living. And so they gain and lose weight accordingly. So right now people keep saying to me, Hey, they've lost their BBL. No, they haven't. Their butts are still massive for their tiny, tiny, tiny frames. But now that they've lost, you know, I don't know, like a whole person, like their butts have gotten smaller because those fat cells have shrank. Now the rest of them, I mean, I don't know. Did you see Chloe's latest picture, her latest on the beach with her daughter? Yeah, I did. Uh-huh. Okay. So I really not trying to talk badly about her, but you can see that she's very much underweight everywhere except for her butt, but her butt is much smaller than it than was, it was. Yeah. two years ago. Her butt is actually still the same proportional size, you know, give or take as it was a couple of years ago. And so she really just, when she lost that weight, she's, you know, you can see her bones protruding from areas but not her butt. Had she never had that BBL, her butt would also match the rest of the, you know, the boniness that's going on there. That would be a great Pixar movie of like the fat cells in a Kardashian's BBL, and they could be little cartoon characters. Um, but that that interview <laughs> like packing magazine, up, we're being moved. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, we gotta go. Um, we're being uh, forced to move. <laughs> we're being forced to move. It's a sign of the times. No, right? Kim they show on- up in the butt, and they're like, oh, these new neighbors. Like, there's the original, and there's the transplants. <laughs> like, now we have a divide. <laughs> um, but I love that in like the Kardashians case like that interview magazine cover kind of cracked me up for so many reasons just because you know also she's in like a jock strap where her butt's out try it's almost like she's trying to prove look i still have a butt you guys look how big my butt still is and right. i mean we always theorize with the kardashians because it's fun um and there's just so much to theorize on but it cracks me up because if this is one of the first times i feel like and i could be completely wrong where it's it's 
almost like trying to break the internet. There's almost, it seems like they're almost on a defensive rather than an offensive. Like it's like they're it, it, all of a sudden it's like, Kim, slow down, man. Like, what, are you okay? She just announced a podcast. She just announced uh, she wants to be a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. She wants to be, uh, obviously, do the justice reform. She announced today. Ryan, uh, Ryan, it's because she's fucking with us. I swear on everything in me, she's fucking with us. Because one minute, she's all natural. The next minute, she does a little bit of Botox. The next minute. She's just naturally super curvy. The next minute she's so skinny that it's unbelievable. And she's, she's like even showing off like how small she is. Like, she's like, yeah, how small I am. Like not even breathing in the picture, you know? And then the next thing is a jock strap showing her butt being big. Like, I'm like this, you are enjoying this. I know you are. I know you're enjoying well, it's it. Like, it's like really a method. confused and upset. It's like a method actor. It's like Robert De Niro, like raging bully, gained a bunch of weight and then he lost a bunch of weight, but she's only doing it in like pop culture six circles because she's not an actor. But, but it's, it's truly, all natural. But it's all, <laughs> well, it's truly fascinating. Like I always thought this too, like I, I, I grew up uh, going to acting classes and doing theater and, you know, there were certain actors that I would study with that wouldn't, would, would, rather die than say that they took lessons for acting you know like no 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 yeah it's like a really weird thing of like they almost thought it was like no no this is just a natural talent that i work at you know when in reality the the most amazing actors that i know they work their asses off with everybody it's like you know they'll they'll work with teachers coaches other students all of this stuff to kind of like build a performance but there is something about the kardashians and i keep coming back to them just in from that beauty angle is that they they really want they really want us to think that it is god given or natural for some reason right. and i don't know and i feel like you dispel that myth a lot of the times on your page and you don't judge it because you are actively participating in it. What, 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 what is the mentality behind this? Well, I mean, it really comes from a societal standpoint that natural is better. I mean, everything from, you know, Beyonce, I woke up like this, right? Like there is something where people think that natural beauty means it's an elevated form of beauty. And I am not, you know, crapping on anybody who is naturally beautiful. Many, actually some of the most beautiful people who've had work do you hear that? The storm? No. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, I love it. I, you have a storm where you're at? That's not, I would yeah. wish. I mean, it's been Houston. like 110 degrees in Los Angeles. It's gross. It's rainy season here in Houston. Uh, it is. And it also lucky. got dark. Do you want me to turn the light on? Because it suddenly got really dark. Uh, you can if you want. I can see okay. you really. I mean, I can and, see you good. And give me a second, though. Yeah, yeah take a second. My dogs, they're terrified of storms and they're on All me. So let oh, me like put them up in the room. Yeah, yeah. Give me one second. Yeah, take your time. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. 
So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Ooh, I'm so sorry about that, but the storm just suddenly started. I couldn't, started hear, it. I couldn't were... hear it at all, at all. Okay. So don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. So they're on top of me. Okay. Um, what were we saying? We're talking about, we're talking about societal, uh, about oh. being natural and why it's so important for the Kardashians to think it comes from natural beauty. Yes. So um, it's really actually not even from the Kardashians. I mean, the Kardashians want us to believe that they're natural, but there is a society like societal idea that natural is better. Natural beauty is just this untouchable, like beautiful thing. And a lot of the people that we tend to think are naturally beautiful have had work done, whether it's Angelina Jolie or Jennifer Aniston or the Kardashians or Kendall Jenner, for some reason, people seem to think are, is natural. Did you hear that one? <laughs> I heard that one a little bit. I heard a little thunders. By the way, I interviewed Shep from Southern Charm, and there was like literally the loudest lightning I ever heard. And Shep was like, he was like, Ugh! he was so excited by it. I was excited too. I love hearing thunder. So don't worry about it. Okay. Um, but what I was saying is that there's just something that people seem to think that natural means better. Yeah. And that's not always true. And also there's nothing wrong with, I mean, I don't want to call it manufactured, but we, we fix our hair, we put on deodorant, we shave, we do all these other things for beauty. So when people are, you know, a little upset about Botox or, you know, some plastic surgery to me, it doesn't make any sense. It's just one more thing that we're doing. If we were all to be completely natural, I'm not sure that we would find each other that attractive anymore. <laughs> I, well, I, mean, I mean, we really are working our way up to where I do. I mean, like if you think about like, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, what we found attractive and what we find attractive now. And I always talk about this in terms of like my niece, who's uh, I think she's like 13 now and she's not even allowed on Instagram yet, but I get scared for the day when she is, because I'm just like, you know, I wish there was like some training manual where they, they know when they get on there, it's like, remember, this is not natural. This is like, that's what I'm trying to do. Exactly. Like, like so I get a lot of moms who are like, you know, I show your page to my children all the time, both daughters and sons. Like, I don't want my son growing up thinking that this is what women are supposed to look like. Just 
waking up looking like this? Yeah. I mean, I really do think like I, that's the part that scares me is because I've resigned myself to looking this way, but like, I want my niece. You and look my great. Nep- what are you talking that, about? No, I, but you know, I'm, you, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want them to know that like, I mean, I still look at Instagram and get jealous of things, which is so crazy. So I can't imagine what it's like for women, you know, and, or even right. if you see in the silly version of like, like the housewives, the Kardashians are one thing, but then you see the, even the, the housewives, the real housewives trying to keep up with each other. And, you know, they're in the off season, they're doing stuff to their face. I mean, we've seen Kyle Richards go through so many noses throughout the years. And, and the thing is, it's because she just keeps breaking her nose, Ryan. How dare I, you? Well, yeah, because that's magically Halloween- break- Breaking her nose all the time. The Halloween movie series is so dangerous to work on. Every movie, she <laughs> breaks her nose on that movie set. But, you know, it's so funny because it happens so gradually that we don't really like if you go back and look at the first season of Kyle's nose, you're like, holy shit. But and like, it was already done at that point because she had it done in her early 20s the first time. For real? If, you, if you look at her, her first nose when she had Farah, completely different. That was nose. already a. So. Was that just like the cool nose at the time? And now it looks weird no. because we've moved past that kind of beauty standard? No, I think that it's usually when you're doing your first surgery, like for example, my nose job is actually really subtle. Yeah, like subtle. I can't, a lot I really of people can't, can't tell. tell. But I could tell, and I didn't want to look completely different. Not to say that if I were to go back now, I would never like a little Barbie nose on my face would just look horrifyingly out of place. Right. But I'm like, you know, I would like a little bit more (laughs) like, you know, definition in my tip, maybe make that a little (laughs) bit smaller, but like the size I want to keep that sort of thing. And I think that with a lot of people's first surgeries, first lip filler, first, whatever they err on the side of caution and go a little bit more conservative than even what they truly want. And cause they're scared and I get that, but that's part of why I have my page. Cause a lot of that fear is because people don't know what's out there, how to ask for it, how to talk to a doctor surgeon, um, how to vet a surgeon, you know, like they, they don't even know what procedures are available and what what these procedures can do, what are realistic results? Like they, they just have no idea. Like for some reason, they think every time you get a boob job, you're just automatically going to have like Dolly Parton boobs. Or every time you get, you get lip filler, it's automatically going to be like Kylie Jenner. Like I just overlined my lips era. You know what I mean? Like they just have no concept that there is like a lot of art in there where and a lot of nuance, like whether you want just a tiny bit of plumping to a completely different shape to giant well, lips, if that's what you want, you know, like there's for a, the there's women a- listening, then what is your advice? Like, how do they go about these things? And even men as well. I mean, like, I know like my buddy, Lots Steven of men faces, fa- Lots of yeah, men. faces by Bravo and my other friend, Jeff Epstein, they've gotten what they, they got work done by the, um, the o- OC housewife, the one, the one and done housewife, um, Jennifer Armstrong. Uh, yes. you know, like, but how do we go about these things? How do you like, do you read Yelp reviews? What is it? Well, part of it is talking about it. So when you, when you are getting stuff done, talking about it, being open about it, that just helps shift the entire culture to where we're not being, it's not no longer taboo because when it's taboo and no one's talking about it, now there are no resources. No one knows where to find someone. You can't ask your friends without insulting them. Um, not to say that this, like, I'm sure this happens, but not to say that surgeons are out to get you, but you're more likely to have something, whether it's, um, they're taking advantage of you financially, 
or you have no idea what to expect. So even if the surgeon does a good job, you're very unhappy with the results because your expectations were unrealistic. There's just a lot of things that can happen that shouldn't have to happen. If people just talk about it, people just show it. If people just are honest about how they got to where they are. Does that make sense? It totally makes sense. I mean, yeah, it's just kind of like lifting the veil, which is like what accounts like yours does. I also like that you do have a sense of humor about it. Um, Kardashians are one thing, but give us some examples of people that you think have excellent uh, plastic surgery out there in the celebrity world. First of all, almost every celebrity that you know of has had something, whether it's George Clooney, who's had just moderate amounts of Botox where he softened his lines. And so he just looks really good. Um, I mean, really, even with the Kardashians, like Kendall Jenner has incredible, incredible work done to the point where people argue with me and I show them her before completely different person, but she did so gradually. And wait, didn't you get into an argument with Kalani or something? Um, no, Cali Uchis. Cali Uchis. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Kalani. Yeah. About her work. Yeah. Sorry. I was just remembering that. Yeah. So people argue with you about Kendall Jenner. Why do people, do you think argue like, why, like it's so, so funny. It's almost like it's important to the fans as well, that they're natural, not just to the Kardashians themselves. I think it, um, I think it's hard to hear, especially if you think about like the average American, I don't really know what the stats are, but I'm sure it's like less than a hundred thousand dollars, right? Like is what they make in a year. Definitely less than a hundred thousand like that in order to achieve this look or this body, they would have to spend 10, 20, 30, 40,000. That is like, that is hard medicine to swallow. And I think that they would rather it be, no, I can just do these facial exercises. No, I can just go to the gym. No, I can just use this $30 cream and it's going to get me there. And you don't, they don't want their hopes crushed. And I understand that. But I also know that after you've done all of that and realize it didn't work, if you truly believe that those things work, what you're going to think is something is wrong with me. I'm just not pretty enough or attractive enough. I don't, something is wrong with me that it works for everyone else, but not me. And so I would rather, and I don't, I'm not out to crush people's dreams, but I would rather crush your dream of thinking that if you go to the gym, you can have a super, super skinny body, but a giant, butt, then for you to spend all that time and money and effort only to find out you need a $40,000, like two rounds of BBL. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, you're also, so the, uh, the, what is the RDN part of your, what is it? Registered dietitian, nutrition, nutritionist. Well, like, so where does this come into play? If, if, if we're in, live in a society where we have enough money, where we can have doctors do the, the, some of the hard work for us, where does, and where do you recommend people in terms of diet nutrition? Like right now I'm seeing a trainer for the first time in my life where I'm actually paying one-on-one. Oh no, it's horrible. It's you should. I, it I, is I, horrible, it's, but oh, you're going to oh, feel so good when you oh, finally Dana, get you, through the tunnel. Dana, I, I, I DM Dana. I was like, I need three minutes. Cause I just got finished at two o'clock and I had to run home. And I was almost in tears at the end of the training session because he just keeps me going so much. And my body, uh, just my body did not expect for me to get a trainer at this age where they're right. like, we thought you gave up on us. And so I was almost, I was like, I need a minute. Cause I thought I was going to puke. And I've been with this trainer now for like a month and a half. And it just, it stays the same. Like, and I'm working my ass off and I would 
pay like I was talking about Rob Kardashian. I would I would I would pay somebody just to do the shit to my body, like take the fat off my body. I don't want to do it myself, but I'm doing it myself. Where do you recommend to people of like what's the balance there? The balance is that you can't have one without the other. Well, you can have the diet and exercise part and not have the surgery, but you most likely will never have the look that you want without surgery. You cannot have the surgery and not do the diet and exercise. Like you, you cannot. So we, we can give you a super flat stomach with a tummy tuck, but you're going to look really wide when you have visceral fat, because you're not exercising. We can, you know, um, lipo people think is removing fat means like you're going to lose weight. You're not even a lot of lipo, a lot, a lot of lipo, maybe five pounds, maybe 10 pounds over multiple sessions, but it's for sculpting your body. So we're changing the the shape, the way that your fat is distributed in your, in your body. If you're not dieting, exercising, when I mean dieting, I'm not about diet culture. I mean, like you're eating well, you're, you're monitoring your portion sizes. You're making sure that you're getting the nutrients that you need and you're not exercising. We can lipo you all day and you're just going to look strange. And so <laughs> what the, like we, we keep going back to the Kardashians. So I'll use them as an example. Do they work out to the body that they have? Hell no, no, they, you cannot work out to have that body, but what they do is they absolutely work out. They work out to keep up their results, to keep up what muscle tone they have, to keep off any excess weight from coming on them to maybe even for health reasons. And also you should be doing this for health reasons, but you know, you can't have the surgery without the working out without. Yeah. I mean, we do see them food. work out. We do see, I mean, in fact, there was an episode well, of the first season. We, they we were, see, like what they, we, what they show us, but even what they showed us, like, listen, I've, I, I, I remember watching Chloe's workout on Snapchat years ago and being like, okay. But then there was an episode last season, you guys on the Hulu show it was like so many people made TikToks of it. Cause it was just like, it was like the improper way to do the these awkward, exercises. Like push up, like yeah, that is why like, you push up. You're going to throw your neck out like that really bad. I mean, so, but you, you, uh, you know, you have these procedures. Are you still working out like three yes. to four times a week? Do you still have to like do yes. all of this stuff? Yes. So I actually gained a lot of weight over COVID because I stopped working out. I drank a lot. Dana, that was I all of us. What do you mean? I, I like, I love that you're like, I know I'm kind of weird. I gained like all of us <laughs> did that. We all drank a well, lot and gained a lot of weight over COVID. Right. Well, my, you know, before that I'd always been like pretty fit and small. And so I did work out, but if I missed a week or two, like nothing was wrong, like it was fine. You don't suddenly gain 30 pounds because you miss a couple of weeks, but over COVID I missed like a year and a half <laughs> of yeah. working out. Yeah. Eating. So like now I'm back on, like I started working out, losing weight, but I'd always had bigger arms, for example, than the rest of my body. But when you're really, really small, it doesn't make a difference. Like you can tell it's a little bigger when I gain weight. I was like, that is, we're going to lipo that not that like, you can see, like, it's not like we lipoed my arms, like super small. We just lipoed it to fit my body. And now that I'm losing weight, it's losing like, like in proportion to my body. So yes, I'm, I'm losing weight. I'm exercising even though I had the lipo, even though I lipoed my chin and I'm so happy. Like I just, it don't looks have a great. I mean, like, anymore. I don't see so And I don't know, like, how does, what's the proper way? And maybe this is more of a guy question. And I know I have a mainly, what's the proper way to compliment uh, a female on their, like, I mean, 
you know, like, what do you like? That's great work. Is that offensive or, 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 or are you like, Oh, thank you. It, it is just great depends. Work. Maybe if someone who was open like me and you're like, you know, that was amazing. I would say, yes, actually my bluff life-changing game changer. Like I wish I did it 10 years sooner, but if someone's not open about it, the yeah, if I didn't know you'd be like nice you nose look amazing. job. Yeah, you look right? amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you look amazing. That Stassi with the chin implant, right? Stassi Schroeder, remember but her? She like, talks or... about it all the time. Like, if oh, you she were does. Like, but what if a you change. were like, girl, you were beautiful, but oh my god, that chin strap was like a game changer for you. She'd probably be like, thank you. Yeah, totally. But Not that's what I always. I, yeah. I, I wish. Like, is, do you offer a service like that? Like, I want like somebody to open like game changer, like the one thing that we can all do to like change, like, just like, just the one thing. Cause that chin to me, like, I was like, damn, that really like made Stassi look face. completely different. And like the uh, Simi Hayes, which by the way, so I, I so there's, there's a set of twins, by the way, but, but that's by the way, by the way, this is how dumb I am. You guys, I know Simi Hayes. Well, is that the name or that? Yes, yeah. Hayes? So it's like Samaya and Haya. Um, okay. Simi Hayes. And they're one of them dating the weekend, right? Or rumored to be. I think Simi dates the weekend. Um, which is interesting. Yeah. Like just side note, she was really good friends with both um the hadids yeah well yeah with bella hadid and selena gomez so wow, talk about really... him. he's just dating the front pool like i mean a no, lot of people are mad about the girls but like this man just is see, dating from the same group of friends like that why i, I said like, the same thing about harry styles this week everybody was like oh you know he supposedly might have hooked up with florence Pugh, and then he's with olivia wilde i'm like why are we pitting these women and they all hate like sorry i know it's blasphemy but maybe harry styles has something to do with it just like that austin Kroll from southern charm why are we blaming like Lindsay and sierra why don't we just blame austin who's doing both of it right like i mean and i love harry styles and i love the weekend but like like come on y'all have access to millions and millions of women and you pick the friends no, like, it's like come on, how, but it's like how that's lazy like, how are you? How, how little do you get out? You? Like you must be so scared to get out in public, so you're just like I'm gonna sleep with everybody at work, right? Um, but you you posted the life. I don't know about your work, but <laughs> well, it's like me in my desk. Like I'm in my bedroom. Like this is I don't so, know who do you have in your background. I mean, there's oh, there's that I, actually. This is. Heather Gay from Real Housewives of Salt Lake oh, season three her. trailer. I love her I, so bought, much. I, I put this picture because somebody was saying this is actually a plastic surgery question. She has this black eye. And yeah. then somebody wrote me that maybe since she has beauty lab and laser, this was like a botched eye filler thing that gave it a bruising instead of a black eye. Is that possible? Um, I'm just wondering like where the bruising is. She would have had to fill in a very strange place. I just don't. Yeah. So it's probably a black eye. So it's yeah. right, like from a hit. Okay. Quite, yeah. Um, uh, but the see me Hayes thing, this is what like, I, I knew about it because of the weekend, but I didn't know they were twins. So your photo, um, I was like, I thought you had like copied and pasted. I didn't realize like they were the shining twins. Like I didn't, I thought this was one girl that you would just like put two different looks. So they're sisters. No, they're sisters, twins, um, identical twins. Although you can usually tell them apart even after the surgery, but um, who do you think yeah. wanted it more? Like, and because they had to agree that, like, yo, if I do this, you got to do it too. Have you met identical twins look... before? Not yet. No. Okay. I know the Oppenheim brothers, not personally, but just from the Selling Sunset show. So there's something, and I I've had a few sets of identical, well, like two, and they 
do things together. Like a lot of things, for example, one of my very, very, very closest friends, we went to grad school together. So we got our master's at Louisiana tech, um, in nutrition, her twin sister, identical twin sister moved down for the year from Ohio. They're from Ohio moved down to be with her. Like that, that's just like a twin thing. Like we'll never understand it. We'll always be on the outside, but I'm pretty sure if Hannah was like, I'm going to go brunette, Haley would be like, you know, I'm thinking like, maybe we should go brunette together. Like they just don't do things separately. And obviously I can't speak for all identical twins. I've just noticed this. And I think it's kind of like, Hey, do we want to change our noses together? Like, cause I still want to look like you. This feels like it's already a, am I, this feels like it's already a TLC show. They always do like those weird shows. There's gotta be a TLC show about like twins. Am I, am I I just making that up in my head? I don't know, you know, but I, I know a couple sets of identical twins. We can get them on. We'll produce it. Yeah. Let's produce this show together. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Um, you know, we talk about mental health all the time on this show. I would actually say every episode. Um, and a lot of things, you know, when I think about therapy, I think about getting, uh, stuck, just focusing on my problems, you know, focusing on, uh, these feelings and all of this weight instead of actual solutions. And, uh, you know, I always think, oh, 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 you know, how might this situation be better with a different mindset? But it is so hard. It's so tough, you guys, to train your brain to stay in problem solving mode when faced with a life challenge, because one day you're going to be feeling great and up to it. And the next day it is the last thing that you want to do is get into problem solving mode, especially when you need it. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feelings. 
Now, a therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or small. Uh, I know this personally. This is 100% true. Um, it doesn't do all the work for you, but it gives you such a great start and such a great foundation. So when these problems do come up, you have somebody that can help you get into that problem-solving mode, even when you don't feel like it. Um, I have a long personal experience with therapy. Uh, it was something that I fought against when I was a kid because I thought it made me, um, you know, like something was wrong with me or something. And now I realize just how wrong that is. I wish. I mean, and not everybody has the ability or can afford that, which BetterHelp is one of, it's one of the great things about them is that you can afford BetterHelp. They are so much more affordable but it's one of those things that I wish I had started so much earlier and I thought for some reason it would take away some like, oh, it'll take away my artistry or, you know, which is like, what is that? Just making jokes? But I really did have this kind of hang up about it. And when I started, I realized, wow, this is actually just somebody that is letting you express yourself and and and, and helping you express yourself and then trying to find practical solutions to your feelings and your thoughts. Um, so if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, I would say BetterHelp is not, a, it's a great option. It's convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's entirely online. So right then and there, everything I just said is every one of the excuses I would have used to not do therapy, you know, be like, well, I can't afford it. Oh, well, I have to get in my car and drive because I did that and that, that stuff. Well, I, I, I you know, I don't want to leave the house. I don't, they help you with all of these things. You don't have to leave the house to do it. It is convenient. It is affordable. It's entirely online. And you can get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey. And you can also switch therapists at any time, which I also think is a very important note because I've switched therapists before. I, uh, I've had therapists that I, I, I didn't gel with. And I've had therapists that really did just really move mountains for me when I needed it. So I think that is so important that you can switch therapists as well. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. So visit, visit betterhelp.com slash so bad today to get 10% off your first month. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash so bad. 10% off. And it's one of those things that just make that one step. I always say that, just make that one step because that one step has always been the hardest step for me. But if you just make that one step, I think you're going to find out that all the other steps are going to come a lot easier. And that's huge. Um, but this haze, the, basically though, what I'm saying is this is fantastic work. This picture that you put, the top, which they're like, by the way, the top picture so they're, they're Palestinians. They're like 100% Palestinian. So they, you know, look super Arab, very light skinned Arab. And then the bottom picture, holy moly, what a difference. Right. It's like, no, this they is change just their hair. Insane. They fill their eyes. Like, yeah. How, Although I now, mean, so, go ahead. I mean, is there like, but like, I had mentioned this earlier. Is is there like a blueprint drawn up of like this is all the work we're going to do to get this product, or is this little by little by little that gets to this what they are now? 
It kind of depends on like, so really I used to do consultations and people would say things like, what should I do to my face? I'm Mm -hmm. like, no, we're not going to do that. What we're going to do is I'm going to ask you, what do you like about your face and what bothers you about your face? So, and usually when you say that people will be like, okay, well, I love my cheekbones, but I wish like that my eyebrows are higher. I don't like that. My nose turns down. I feel like my lips look like they're sad. They turn down. And then I'm like, okay, so this is, these are the options for this. We can do this, this, and this. If we do this procedure, it'll do this. It lasts this long. If it's, you know, not surgical, if it is surgical, it's permanent. It'll look like this. This is what you can expect. It's not going to be as high as you think it's going to be, but it's going to do this, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then you draw up a treatment plan. And then some things it's like, you have to do over a couple sessions, like my necklines, we did one session where we just filled the deepest of the lines. And then we went back um, yesterday and, and did, that like, was just to see like, Oh, it's working. Oh, wow. This is actually well, working well, with the new filler. You have to fill it, let it settle. And then we need to go back in and then fine tune. Like this needs a little bit more here. This needs a little here and do it that way. So it depends on, you know, some things need multiple sessions, some things, you know, we need to wait for the swelling to go down, whatever it is. But yeah, it just, I like to I mean, say, that, what do you like photo, about your face? Well, what do you need? What do you not like about your face? But you guys, if you don't follow, which you already do, you have like 8 billion people that follow your Instagram account, but like, the picture is <laughs> shocking, you guys. Like to me, I was like, wow. And the thing was, I didn't think they were super ugly before, but it was like, what a difference. Like turned them right. into supermodels, turned them literally into supermodels, which then it made me fascinated. Have you ever talked to these people and- my question was, do you ever recommend then as part of a treatment plan when they're doing something to their face therapy? Because I wouldn't be able to like, if all of a sudden people started treating me like a model like that, and I was used to being this other person, that would be such a mind fuck. Yes. So um, actually, even in nutrition, we used to do that because when people would lose a very significant amount of weight, it takes about a year if you've lost more than I think 15 or 20% of your body weight, which is a lot of weight, um, for your, your mind to catch up. So they're still buying bigger clothes. They're still seeing they're in their mind's yeah. eye that they weigh 300 pounds when they now weigh 200. And so they have a hard time realizing, no, you can sit in that chair. No, you don't need that size pants. And so there is an emotional component to that. But, um, on the flip side with surgery, We've seen things where, for example, um, one of, I've already forgot the book, but the surgeon was talking about how much he's affected people's lives. And he gives the story of this woman who she hated her nose. She did have a very large, like very like prominent nose. And she was so insecure about it that she didn't like to be in attention at all. Like she didn't want anyone to give her attention. And that actually even affected her work life because she wasn't, you know, um, giving out ideas at the meetings. Cause she didn't want everyone to turn and look at her. Yeah. She had her nose done and then it changed her life. Now she's dating. Now she's like getting a promotion at work. Cause she's speaking up at work. She's like chairing like the Christmas party or holiday party at work. Um, because now she doesn't feel bad about people looking at her, even though everyone looking at her knows what her nose looks like and doesn't care. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just yeah. like, but it changed, it completely changed her outlook on herself to where it changed her life. 
I just, I mean, I said, I was just like, all of a sudden Leo DiCaprio wants to talk to me, you know, like, it's like, that's what it's like, you know, I just got to imagine that's got to be such a mind, uh, just screw with your mind because our looks and our outside appearance is so personal to us, obviously. And that's what we're talking about. Is there any, um, what are you watching show wise these days? What do you, what do you like to, or what do you enjoy watching? Oh, I love everything housewives. Are you watching all the housewives still? Are you watching all that stuff? Yes. Is there any. Uh, in terms of housewives, any work that you're like, love that, don't love that as much. Like for me, my example, and this is comes from a dude, so totally discount it, is Naomi from Southern Charm with her nose. I thought she had the awesome, like I thought she had the most unique Very nose. French nose. Yeah. yeah, I just thought it was like awesome. And I thought she was really pretty and stuff. And she still obviously is gorgeous, but she changed it. Now it's like a little like who kind of nose and she's happy with it, which I guess is the most important thing. But right. I was like, damn, that made her so unique. That old nose. Is there anything like that for you with Bravo that you see? Um, but I, well, visiting that, um, I already forgot his name. The one that's dating um, Paige. Oh, uh, Craig, Connor. Craig, I like when she, ha- cause she revealed her new nose at the, um, oh, yeah, reunion yeah. yeah, and he was like, that makes me so sad because she was so beautiful. And I was like, but I get it. No. Cause she's happy. She's super happy. Yeah. She does seem um, happy. So I, I mean, I know it's not like a mistake, but it is those weird things of how we view people as opposed to how they view themselves. Right. So for me, honestly, is pretty much most of the cast of um salt lake city i know it's the culture there to have like a lot of work done but and i love all of these women okay but like meredith not a fan of her filler her lips and then i'm not a fan of her face tuning like it's not even well, that. Like the damn yeah. face tuning on Instagram is like that's the other thing. It's like I don't know if it's face. She's, like, or she's face got the Madonna anymore. treatment on there. Yeah. Like what are you like? You know, Gretchen Rossi's like photoshopping a nose nostril out of there half the time. You know, right? I mean, Gretchen seems like she would fit better in Salt Lake City based on her work <laughs> and the way she yeah, edits. Yeah. But like Meredith, um, obviously Jen Shaw has gone super overboard. I love Heather Gate, but like there's just something about Salt Lake City not just the franchise, but just, you know, the upper, the wealthier people there and the way that they approach plastic surgery is just too much. It's overdone, overfilled. Noses are too small. Boobs are too big. I'm just not a fan of that look. I noticed that with Scottsdale, Arizona as well. And there's not a housewives thing, but I just noticed, I know a lot of people from like Scottsdale where I I had grown up in that area. And there is, seems to be a very trend of a very certain type of look. And I'm sorry to all my Scottsdale listeners. I know, you know who you are, but like, you know, it seems to be the the very similar aesthetic there as well. And they don't even have a housewives show yet. I'm I'm just not a fan of that look. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It's not because of housewives. It's because of like, Salt Lake City, the city itself. Like there's something about that area that they like the overdone look. And that's fine if that's, you know, your jam. Like, you know, what you want to do is up to you. But me, with that not being my jam, I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> well, how about Jen? Well, I mean, you mentioned Salt Lake and Jen Shaw. This is uh, something I've I've thought about though. Is that so? She's going to go to jail. Like, there's no ifs, ands, right. or buts. That's right. happening. What will we see? What is the natural degradation of a face that has had that much work done? 
what will we start seeing over the years? I mean, I think they get like a prison photo every year taken of them. What will be the first things to start sagging or what, when, when will this work start to go away that she's had done? About a year or two, if she, if it's filler. So like, for example, her cheeks, I don't know if she has cheek filler or cheek implants. If they're implants, they're there forever. Um, But she probably has cheek filler, if not on top of her implants, if she has those. Um, With filler, it takes about a year or two. Um, Definitely by five years, any Botox, any filler is gone. Like she's not going to have any of that. It's just really hard because it's it's hard to say because I don't know what she's had done. If I knew exactly what she had done, I could tell you, hey, in two years, this is what's going to happen. In five years, this is what's going to happen. Her boobs will still be there because that is surgery. Her yeah. butt will still be there. That is surgery, you know? Um, and hey, she might even get fitter. I don't know. Well, I mean, probably, I mean, she's going to be able to work out a lot, I guess, if that's the, right. the thing. Maybe. I mean, uh, any other agree? Like I always use also Rena. You know, she has the Rena Beauty. Uh, you know, and she always like my lips are legendary. And I've always thought, just from a guy's perspective, that her lips are completely jacked. Those aren't to me g- great lip fillers. And I think she even admitted hers aren't fillers. Before, she had she had a lip implant, which is very interesting. It's like a tube that they put in your lip, out? and they and then they fill it. Yeah, lip implant. Those have fallen out of fashion, although you can still get them done. They have fallen out of fashion. This was before fillers because fillers are not really that old, but um, filler uh, lip implants have been around for like, I don't know, like 50 years. Basically, they put a silicone tube in your lips and they fill it up with silicone or. Uh, yeah. Why did she take like it looks so too much that why why is she never taking it out? You don't think and like on with not I mean, still something big, but i've always thought it was like wow that's 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 kind of weird looking to a degree not in a a, try not to be mean but you know but i mean to her she like it's kind of like the salt lake thing where i'm like if that's your jam okay i didn't know if it was like i didn't know if it was a mistake that you can't get rid of no you can you can have them removed and you can have your lips like replumped um you might have to have a lip lift or another surgical procedure after you've removed an implant but it, it can be changed and can look really good, can look really natural. Absolutely. But as a woman, do you ever get frustrated that you're going to have to be concerned with procedures potentially for the rest of your life? That's the other thing. Like I get like, I get concerned that I'm going to have to work out for the rest of my life just because I hate it so much. Like, and <laughs> somebody, a woman was explaining it to me. It's like, well, I like doing makeup and I like doing all of these things. I always like, oh my God, it must be so boring to put on all this makeup all the time and like all that time. But like, is this something that you're like, no, I genuinely enjoy it. And it's kind of like this mix. It's like you said earlier, science and math and physics and all of this stuff. I do genuinely enjoy it. And a lot of things are actually preventative. So for example, my bluff. Um, can we get a better name family. than Bleph? I feel like we've it's got to, it's let's B-L-E-P-H, call it PH, like blephroplasty. I mean, you know, that's like, it was like Bleph. Oh, excuse me. Like, sorry, I've left, you know? Um, right. <laughs> so we'll turn it into a verb. Um, <laughs> like if you really, what would have happened is as I aged, it would have just continued to be more and more hooded until I would have probably been able to have it removed um, with insurance paying because it would start to, you know, cover my vision like cover my eyes and I can oh. open my eyes. You've seen a lot of, I'm sure you've seen a lot of, um, older people where it looks like they have skin hanging over their eyes and you're like, how can they see? 
they probably can't. And they actually, by the way, if any, if this is any of your parents, they can um, have that covered by insurance to have that. Skin mom, on. if you're listening, mom, we can do this. Um, <laughs> right. uh, uh, do you have like 10 or 15 more minutes or are you rush? In your rush? I do. I do. Okay, cool. Sorry. Sorry. I've just, I have so much fun talking to you. Um, what are the other things that you're, and also on your account, you know, what are you doing on your account these days? How do you view your account? Because I know you don't have 8 million, but you have like 230. You have something insane. That's right. just too much to keep up with. I have like 53,000. I can't even open a third of my, I mean, it's just, I'm so not prepared for any of this. How do you do this? What is your goals with your account from this point forward? Like what, what do you, what's the dream here? I honestly don't know. I just really enjoy it. So, <laughs> which is things are happening and we're allowing it to happen. I, think, I mean, that's the best okay, way so to I do it. I know yeah. when we first like scheduled this, um, you wanted to talk about oh, yeah, the, the giveaways. Do you yes. want to talk about that? I do actually. So thank you so much for making me a better host. Uh, Cause that's what I love her account because she, you know, I learned things from it and you had had this post about the Kardashian. It, what, what is it? The loop giveaways. Uh, yes. Yeah. Those train giveaways where they like send you to like an Instagram page and it's, they're following like 90 people and it's like, follow all 90 people for a chance to win you know, all these luxury items and a hundred thousand dollars cash or something like that. And I even see like, you know, I would be like, okay, maybe Courtney does one of those. Cause she's like, you know, I guess least like the, you know, less popular, but I just saw Kim do one. I just saw Kylie do one. Yes. Like, why, why they are they so doing money. this? I know, awesome. but they have real things they could make money at. No, that's the thing is like, they will never turn down a dollar. Literally, it's insane. That's why they have unpaid interns. They will they will never not try to save a dollar. They well, it's ask like Kim for free came stuff. out of that eBay account selling the yeah, uh, selling like... her clothes. <laughs> I'm like, Miss Girl, I know you are not hurting for three hundred dollars. Are you joking <laughs> me? Are you kidding me? Me, nowhere. I am not wealthy, and I'm like. Ugh. I've only worn these shoes twice, but do I really want to like try to sell it or should I just donate it to, you know, someone who could really do good with it? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, no, I, really I mean, like try to get $25 out of this. And maybe that's why we're not billionaires yet. You know, maybe I don't know, but side note, um, Scott Disick has oh. a company where he does those train giveaways. So they're like, they're keeping it in the family. He runs one of these. They do their little promotion. They make off with at least a hundred thousand dollars plus free products. So basically, and, and I get these emails, Dana, I get these and they usually go I to my too. spam now, but it'll one. be like, I had one for like, I get them for like reality stars. I had one for like Jax's wife, Brittany. It was like, you know, famous reality star, Brittany Cartwright doing this. All you have to pay is $2,000 and you're going to get like 20,000 new followers and you're entered to, you know, right. And, but I was like, how much do you think you have to pay to get on the Kardashian one of those? So, um, the one that I posted about was about $10,000, which is actually low for them. But I think it was because it was such a niche market. It was like basically Chloe who doesn't need any help with someone putting together her second baby's, you know, nursery, yeah, yeah. um, like nursery things like baby yeah. toys and a bassinet and whatever else. I don't know. I don't have children, whatever else you have to buy for children. I'm like, Besides the fact that you guys can afford this, you guys have lots of very rich friends. I'm sure if you just had a proper baby shower, you'd be stocked for like the next seven children if you really wanted. Oh, totally. I don't know. 
Um, hers was $10,000. So a follower actually sent it in to me because she has a, like a child, like a, a really like cutesy child, like toy thing. I think that's all in like the, the neutrals or whatever. So they're like, Hey, like donate some of your products and also pay $10,000 and you can get a lot of followers. Um, but I've heard that 20,000 is like the normal buy-in for like any of their other giveaways, especially their luxury giveaways. Um, and I got an email, I can't remember who the celebrity was. It was not a Kardashian and the buy-in was I think $8,000. Have you Um, ever considered, or would you ever consider doing something like this? No, I, first of all, not only do I not have the money, but even if I have the money to easily just do this, absolutely not. I don't want 20,000 disengage i'm disengaging yeah. followers yeah. followers that are gonna unfollow yes. me followers who are not there you want people who are there for you for your stuff because those are the people that are gonna like your stuff and share your stuff and save your stuff and and respond to you and and like your stuff which is what makes your page great i even yeah. had um a vendor who I love her products and I did a, an advertisement for her because I love her I love her stuff I use it And she paid me for it. It was a paid advertisement. And she was like, would you want to do like a giveaway? And I was like, I could do that, but you're going to have followers that don't care about your brand or vice versa, your followers who don't care about my page. And do we want those followers? No, we want people who engage with us. Yeah. I mean, no, that's so funny because uh, my friend, Christina Haberkern, she's Hello Harlot. And she uh, she did the logo, the initial logo for So Bad It's Good. And she does all these awesome coloring books. And she was like, I just did this Vanderpump Rules coloring book. And she goes, how much would you pay to advertise this? And I was like, can you give me a free coloring book? I was like, I'd advertise, like, I love it. I'd advertise this for free. Like, I, I don't really take any advertisements anyways on my IG page. So I was like, I'll just do it if you give me a free coloring book because it's awesome. You know, like it is, it is funny. It's like, those are the things that I would recommend to people anyways, regardless of getting those are the people that, I mean, I know she's your friend. So, you know, that's a different story, but that is a time where getting paid advertisement makes sense. Like your followers like that. They love Vanderpump rules that, you know, that's something you are passionate about. If you're like, I would never use this myself. Don't advertise that. If the two groups don't make sense, like, I don't know, it's about politics and you're like, I mean, I talk about politics a little bit on my page, but not enough. That's not, that's not the advertisement for you. So yeah, just totally. It's what what it was. Yeah, no, it's just, I find it very interesting of the things that I'm like, I used to like, I'm like, uh, you know, it's just funny when you do start growing in that category and you're like, wait, I would have done this for free when you, when, right. you, when you start to matter in ways that you never thought you would matter, right. if that makes sense. Um, uh, so for as sure. we uh, wind down then, so these loop giveaways are stupid because everybody usually unfollows you after they follow you. So you're going to get that immediate jump in Instagram followers, but then they're all going to probably pretty much unfollow you and not be And if they don't unfollow you, they don't like your posts anyway. They don't, they don't engage with your posts. So now you have basically fake followers that are, they're not actually fake, but they're like, they're fake. They might as well be fake. 
But I noticed you're 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 very active in your stories, but your grid posts. I know you're you know you're very picky about what you put on the grid. And I know this is a little inside baseball, but I'm always so fascinated with people and their feelings on grid versus stories. You know, like sometimes I just it's like I just need to get the poison out, so I'll just throw up a bunch of stupid jokes that are in my head on my grid just to get it out of my head. But you know, I notice you like what what is your do you have some kind of theory on this? No, it's not a theory. It's more that I have a full-time job that is not related to my Instagram at all. And I don't physically have the time. And Instagram's like reels, reels, reels. And I'm like, reels are so time consuming. 30 second reels are time consuming. I mean, when I was in Tennessee, I had I'd filmed a really quick reel. Actually, the one about the the, the loop. um the, the loop giveaways. Yeah, the train giveaway, yeah. And it took like a whole day for it to upload. Talk about stress. I was over here for a wedding and I'm trying to like, you know, go to the, it was, you know, the day before the wedding, like go to the um, dinner and all that. And I couldn't even focus on it because I'm like checking. I'm like, did it post yet? Didn't post. And I didn't save it. I was like, am am I going to have to refilm this? I was, oh talking to, I was talking to Sarah Heron who works for us weekly. And we were talking about, uh, you know, being creators and doing a lot of stuff online. And she was saying she was at her brother's rehearsal wedding dinner. And it was like the Kim Pete breakup, ha- breakup happened on that Friday, you know, and it was like, all of a sudden she's supposed to be enjoying this thing. And it's like, it's just so funny if you guys could truly see some of the shit that we actually do. That is so, it's so silly if you looked at it from like, you know, in a ma- macro sense, but we're stressing about uh, these stupid, like I'm stressing out about getting a post out about Kim and Pete breaking up, you know? Right. And that's like when we're stressed out about something that we did to ourselves, there are times where someone is stressing me out or, you know, posting about me or something like that. And I'm like, oh my God. Wait, what do you mean? I po- just, wait, what do you mean posting about you? Are you still getting a lot of people still giving you shit like that? They'll argue with you because like Kendall Jenner or Caliucas or. Oh no. Like one was like, and this is a long story. We can get into it another time, but there was like a whole thing with Candace Owens and like, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't want to deal with this today. Today oh, was yes. not the day that I wanted to deal with Wait. Candace Owens of all people. Like I wanted to have, you know, fun with my friends and my family. I know. Yeah. Yeah. There was like last week, something about Erica Jane, like got a judgment for her. Like she didn't have to pay 5 million or something. And people like, you know, like, what do you got to say about this now? And I was like, I do have a lot to say, but I actually am busy today and I'm dealing with some family stuff and I can't actually get into this. And it's not that I'm like not wanting to respond or that I'm scared to respond. You know, it's just like that. I'm there's actually that's this thing that I do where I sometimes live my life and I don't like to do it. It's not something that I love. (laughs) I don't like to live my life, but I have to do it sometimes. And then it can be read as, Oh, he's scared to come. And it's like, no, no, no. There's actually shit going down. I swear. Right. If I don't respond in five minutes, they're like, oh, she doesn't have anything to say about this. And I'm like, I just didn't see it. Do you understand how many notifications I get? I miss a lot of them. I miss a lot of DMs. Yes. And I used to personalize things in the past, you know, like somebody never, now I realize it's like, if you guys didn't even know, like, and it's not a, it's like silly. Cause like, I don't see half the shit. Like if I'm on my phone, then I'll see it at that moment. And somebody will be surprised if I'm like, oh, well, it just came up right now, but people will be like, oh, fine. You're not going to, you're not going to respond back. Respond. Well, fuck you. You know, you ain't shit. And I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? You know, you have no idea. Yeah. I'm like with DMS, like I get over a hundred a day. I try my best to respond to as many as possible, but I've had people who are like, I've messaged you twice. Nani didn't respond. I'm like, 
baby, you don't understand. I have, it's like every day you wake up and it's like, you just came back from vacation emails oh. is what it's like every, every single day. Oh, every that's what I, I tell people on the podcast. Like it, it's like either something I've said on the podcast, something I posted, like usually it's like so much niceness and everybody's so nice. Or like, you made me laugh and thank you. But like, usually there's one or two. And that's like, sometimes I'll dread waking up in the morning. Cause depending on which I check first, like my email or something, like there'll be something that is like, what you said today about this is so offensive because, and it's like really, and it's my own fault that I start my day on my phone anyways, but it's sometimes really intense because it's not how I used to live my life at all. Like right. it was just me waking up, you know? Right. And Ryan, that's when we're like doing everything that we can and we can't even like keep up. And then there are times where I'm, you know, I just posted. So I'm in the comments because that's what you do, right? That's for engagement. You post yeah. and then you, you, you know, you check your comments for the next 10 minutes or so. And people will be like, oh my God get a job. And I'm like, you only knew I have three jobs, including this one. Like I don't sleep. I do I, mean, like, so I, I posted something yesterday and I must've wrote something that got the bots going. Cause it was like, all like, you've got to like, Kate helped me make 5,000 on crypto. And it was all about this one girl. And I'm like, what the hell did I write that? I just got all of these bots. But then I responded to every one of the bots because I was like, well, I guess this is engagement. I didn't like, I don't right. even know what there's no instruction manual for the shit we do, but you guys, uh, this went too fast. I love, love, love talking to you. You are always welcome back anytime you want to promote anything. But her Thanks, name, you guys, Ryan. is Dana Omari. You know her account. It's IG Famous by Dana. I mean, why, why, why aren't you doing your own podcast? Why aren't you doing your? Is it because of the three jobs? Is that why? Yeah, why basically, I started my podcast. Actually, was really I popular, know. but I. I, it really is. I have a full-time job that requires traveling. And then I started like a year and a half ago doing consulting and then this, and it's just, there's not enough time in the day. Do it. I don't either. That's what I was like. I don't like Mauricio Mansky from the agency. He's always like high. And he's like on Beverly Hills, just like in the Aspen they have house. Personal like, assistance. Okay. Yeah, I need a like, personal assistant, but I can't afford one at a fair wage. So I like, can't, that's why they have unpaid interns, but I would feel terrible. I would absolutely. I know, I've, but I've gotten people that have offered to do free things for me mad at me because I've been not been able to communicate what I need. Anyways, it's a whole mess over here, you guys. But uh, her account is not a mess. She personally is a mess. Uh, her neck looks great <laughs> and all of the surgery looks great and all of this stuff, Thank you. but it is a very positive look. And I do love what you said too, is that moms and dads out there, show your kids stuff like this. Like this is actually a good learning tool nothing to be ashamed about. Um, but you do want to be able to do things in a safe way and an educated way. And also I love that you do it in a humorous way. So I cannot Thank recommend you. this account enough and hopefully you'll come back at some other point. I would love to. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. Five, four. Betches.